Hey there, it's Joyce Lynn Wells with Joy Exposed, and it's 9 o'clock on Wednesday, January 13th. Happy New Year, right? Happy New Year. So, oops, let me turn that off. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the worst with the technology. All right, so... Um, so, um, oh, okay, so Happy New Year. It's my first episode of the new year, and I'm so happy to be here. We did change up things a little bit, and uh, we're going to go forward, and we'll figure it out as we go along, simply because I just haven't really been in a good processing space. But before I get to that, uh, let's keep going. So three cheers of joy. Three cheers of joy tonight. Uh, three moments of self-celebration, if you don't remember from last year. Uh, and I'm celebrating tonight with Hornitos tequila. Got me a little lime in it. Um, I've really just kind of asked, uh, I've just kind of asked that the universe to kind of curb my appetite for alcohol. <laughs> to just give me an opportunity to want to drink less. So um, here, this is where we are. So I've had, um, I have a little tequila tonight. I've been, I was sipping off the same bottle of wine for like, four days instead of a bottle of wine in a day. So one bottle, four days, and then I have a little tequila that I'm sipping. So we're going to see how that goes. You know, got to have a vice and I always obsess over something. So might as well. All right. So let's see. My first cheer of joy. My first cheer of joy is um, I'm counting down the days of the school year already. I know we just got into 2021 and I'm already looking forward to the end of the school year. I've got some amazing plans coming up and um, and I can't help but look forward. So cheers to planning. My first cheer of joy is cheers to planning. Cheers to that. Um, my second cheer of joy is that um, I spent New Year's with family, didn't go out. I was at home with my daughter and her friend and my son and my granddaughter and Faceless Love was here. And my um, oldest daughter and her boyfriend came by for a little bit. So that was really cool. So I just stay with the family for New Year's uh, on New Year's Eve and then into the new year. And it was really good. It was very um, filling. And I guess within the being in the pandemic, you, we kind of have to find those moments that feel good to us. And that felt good to me. Being with my family just felt good to me. It felt complete. And cheers to New Year's with family, bringing in the new year with family. My third cheer of joy is having such a forgiving, forgiving audience. <laughs> because I wasn't here last week and you guys know that was a struggle for me that you guys showed up tonight. So thank you very much. So I'm very thankful for my Joy Exposed audience and I appreciate just being so resilient and just believing in me to come back and um, wanting to hear what I'm gonna talk about next. So cheers to my audience. So three cheers of joy. The first cheer of joy, I always forget, right? Because I do them off the cuff just to keep myself fresh. Um, so my second cheer of joy is bringing in the new year with my family. The third cheer of joy was with my for my resilient audience for showing up and being with, here to, with me tonight. 
And my first, oh, my first cheer joy is for planning, making plans and looking forward. So those are my three cheers of joy tonight. And um, always take a moment to celebrate things that are important to you. Always take a moment to celebrate yourself, right? So to celebrate you and to remind you that you're great in your own right, to remind you that things happen all day that you can celebrate and not get caught up in the muck. Like, that's essentially what Joy Exposed is about, is just how not to get caught in the muck, how to protect yourself with strong boundaries, how to keep yourself moving forward, how not to get lost in the stuff around you. And we're gonna talk about that a little bit tonight, just because I've gotta unpack some of this stuff with all the capital stuff. So um, we have uh, STM Specialties sponsor, uh, Facebook post of the week. So I have a couple of those I'm going to read and I've been kind of crass in them lately because I've been needing to laugh, right? I've been, I just need something light and airy, kind of fun. So uh, we're going to read, I'm going to read some of those. Um, so the one I got today, it's just, <laughs> it was really funny. I had to screenshot it. So it says, um, in words, in words be three strokes in talking about this my puss. Calm down, Christopher Columbus. You just got here. <laughs> I thought that was funny. You know, men like to say that. Well, I hear men like to say that. <laughs> they want to try to claim it. And uh, so that was kind of cute. People are so creative. Um, last year on Tuesday, which was yesterday, yeah. So last year on, no, in 2016, which was a Tuesday, this memory came up and it was apropos for yesterday. I wanted to enjoy a hard earned drink after a long week. Then I realized it's only Tuesday morning. <laughs> so it's like, I need a drink already and it's only Tuesday morning. So hopefully we'll get some uh, understanding and patience for the universe kind of taking away the habit, I won't even say the taste, the habit of drinking. So for me, as often as I do. Um, so that's that. And then the last Facebook post for STM Specialties, uh, sponsored by stmspecialties.com, is um, this guy named Michael Angelo posted, Siri, how do I always mess it up with women? And the response is, um, this is Alexa. <laughs> So it starts with calling your women by the wrong name, I guess. So that was hilarious to me because, you know, men want to know what do I do? And then, you know, just making kind of that uh, faux pas. So that was kind of cool. So Facebook post of the week brought to you by stmspecialties.com. And um, we will move forward into our next segment. So the funny thing is that <laughs> oh, gosh, I forgot about that one. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> I get so crass sometimes, y'all. The stuff that makes me laugh. It'd be like, you shouldn't be laughing at that. That should be funny. Okay, so um, I kind of redesigned the Joy Exposed a little bit for 2021, just kind of finding my way, my, finding myself in a different space, trying to organize it a little bit more and make sure that after each episode, People, you guys, listeners, the people who download the podcast are actually leaving with something, right? Um, with problem-solving solutions. So I'm, I've kind of 
broken it up into three segments. And that just being said, I need sponsors for those three segments. So there's one for self, there's one for health, and one for personal empowerment. And if you remember, that's the name of my company, Shape. So I'm going to try to format it after that, and we're going to see how it feels. Because I'm sure there will be times that I ramble, because I'm a rambler. But we're going to try to you know, stay on task a little bit. So tonight, I'm going to start with talking about um, last week. So last week, Wednesday, I had to cancel because emotionally, I wasn't in a good space. Mentally, I wasn't in a good space. Physically, I was fine. But those things take a toll on you. Once I saw the takeover, because they weren't calling it an insurrection at the time. Once I saw the takeover at the Capitol, like, I just was kind of out of place as an American, right? So as an American, I was like, what the fuck, right? So no one claims to be more American than white America. White America, for some reason, believes and they spouted and the way they treat people is like America belongs to them. They discovered it, Christopher Columbus, like that's the ideal, right? That's their idea of. But when I saw last week, these white American men and women at the Capitol kind of storming the Capitol with the, and, and we, at the time that we were watching it, that I was watching it, I didn't know what it was. We didn't know what it was. We just knew that, holy shit, this is crazy. So when I saw that, I was disappointed because I feel like my lessons in school were written by white America. And there's this idea of patriotism and understanding of what America should mean to you and the Pledge of Allegiance and all of that I grew up on, right? I grew up in that space. And as I got to be an adult and travel in the U.S. and travel outside of the U.S. and, you know, having that right, that constitutional right to roam, that constitutional right to those things were important to me. And so I became my own patriot. I became my own symbol of what America means. So that means when I'm traveling outside of the country and I meet people and they find out I'm American, I am the symbol of what America is. So that's important to me. I am an American. So watching the Capitol being stormed last week and these so-called Americans act out in such a way against symbolism of freedom for all of us. I was disgusted. I was fucking disgusted. I I was disgusted. I had a hard, Wednesday was a hard day for me because I couldn't understand what is the point, right? And I listen to people talk about, like, if it were Black people, if it were Black Americans, if it were African Americans, they would have this and they would have this. And I was like, hold on a minute. First off, we wouldn't have done no bullshit like that. Not in D.C., not at the Capitol. We, wouldn't, we may dress nice, put on our shit, and go march for days and days and days. 
but to storm the Capitol with intent of taking people hostage and killing people and having the supplies and the means and the planning to do that. Black people wouldn't have did that shit. We wouldn't have done that. First of all, that ain't who we are. We don't operate in that arena. And so I had to process like, I'm disgusted. Right, that was whiteness, not rightness. And entitlement is a hell of a drug. <laughs> but you're absolutely right, Clarissa, thank you. I had to process the fact that people could be so fucking disgusting when it comes to the idea of what America is. Now, don't get me wrong, everything is needed right now. <laughs> We're in a pandemic, change is here. It ain't coming, change is here. The pandemic has put everybody on edge and everybody's trying to hold on to some semblance of normalcy. When normalcy is done, this is the time that you will change and move on. I had a very difficult time with last week and I just watched the news. I watched CNN and I watched people scaling the wall and the comments and the unpresidential way that our president continues to speak in and the eye contact made to the camera telling them to maintain peace when there wasn't any peace. That To me, that meant keep going, keep going. You're not maintaining any peace. You haven't had any peace, right? And just watching that and and seeing the hearing about the lady who got shot and 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 I didn't even want anybody to get hurt either way. The so-called patriots, I didn't want them to get hurt. The police officers, I definitely didn't want to get hurt. I don't want anybody to hurt. I don't want anybody to have to experience that or process that. But the cowards who decided that this is the way they're going to handle business and shame on them, those cowards, I didn't even want them to be hurt, right? So I just, so last Wednesday night, about eight o'clock, I was like, I can't do it. Hey there, Stephanie. Last Wednesday night, about eight o'clock, I was like, I can't do it. I can't do Joy Exposed tonight because my emotions were all over the place because I've been to D.C. You guys know I talk about going to D.C. and I say that everybody should go and you should take in the, I don't know, the monument of existing. That's what D.C. is. And whatever it represented in the past, we know that what got it there was the blood and sweat and tears of our ancestors. We know the buildings were erected on the back of the slaves or new slaves or freely free slaves. Like So we know that how the work got done. We know that somebody, somebody, somebody worked there and did that. And we know that the people who maintain the buildings now are still connected to the idea of the slave in the United States. We know that the workers who keep the building safe and together are descendants of slavery. So it's not just a building that houses the Senate, Congress, uh, these, it wasn't just that, it's the idea that we, 
It's our building. It's our building. We did that. So there's no way in hell a group of Black Americans would have organized and decided that that's the shit they're going to do. We Think of it like this. We have subgroups of Black Americans who fight for the, what are they, the new new Israelites or the Israelites and we and they will stand on the corner and scream to the top of their head about what you should be doing and how you should be doing it. But even with that, no one is charging a building trying to take people hostage with a plan to hang them. The vice president, the speaker of the house, we're going to go after the people who have I was disgusted. I was fucking disgusted. And I have to think about, am I ashamed to be American? Was I ashamed to be American? And the truth of the matter is, I'm no more ashamed to be American than I was watching the chaos associated with killing an unarmed black man. I was ashamed then because I couldn't believe it was happening. So all of these pockets of injustices or inadequacies or bullshit have to be unveiled right now in the pandemic. They have to be unveiled now because it's the time and we're all paying attention to it. And I'm telling you, Wednesday was tough and it's it's gotten easier. It's gotten easier and that's leading us into our next segment on health. And uh, this is where I would plug in a sponsor, right? So I need sponsors. <laughs> this is where I would plug in a sponsor for um I would definitely like aside from that subscribe to my YouTube channel and um download the podcast from any of the podcast platforms. I would appreciate that. We're going to continue to grow into uh, 2021 and to see what we can do about that, right? So just going to try to figure it out one day at a time. You guys know how we do. And so when you get into the health aspect of it and you find yourself, me, I found myself in this debilitating place that was being triggered by images on TV because it wasn't in front of me, I started having to figure out what's real and what isn't. Not to excuse shit away, but to acknowledge the realness of it and what does it mean for me. And truth of the matter is, all of that shit we saw on TV was real. And the crazy thing about it is that um, um, white America and a, a lot of the supporters of our outgoing president who was impeached for the second time today, a lot of them would tell you that, oh, that's the media. That's the media. It's not the media. And you've got to think, if people can sit up and push it aside because it's the media, if that's their justification for bullshit, you already know those people are sick. You already know those people are sick and they need some help. They lived in a shadow box of bullshit and they want to sell it to you. Well, it wasn't just the media. The media were being tormented. When they were announcing we're media, they were like, we don't care. It's more of us than you. We'll fuck you up too. Because 
The president always talked down on the media. That's one of his things. He talked down on the media. So his followers believe the media is the setup. All because he lost the fucking election. So that's where the healing, that's the health part. That's where the healing comes in. You've got a problem. What do you do to fix it? You acknowledge that it's a problem and the things that are a problem associated with it. First of all, there's a lie being told that the president won the election. The outgoing president won the election. That is a lie. And we're talking numerical, numerical data that says he did not. But because he's so, he's such a narcissist, he's so driven on himself and trying to get people to be on his train that he's had the ability to convince people that all of this is true. And there are people out there who believe it. There are people who pushing it and they believe that this is a lie. We need votes. He's saying he won, but he's steady calling people saying, find me the votes. Well, if you won, why are they finding you votes? There's contradiction in that, but there are people who believe it. Here's the other truth, the other part of healing. Healing is telling yourself the truth, telling yourself the truth about the bullshit that happened. There were people going to the Capitol with the sole intent of hanging the vice president. Now, you're the vice president. People are coming to hang you. That means your partner, the president, has fucking set you up real bad this time. He is okay with you dying. He is encouraging the movement to your death because you won't stop the certifying of the um, delegates, the voting, the votes of the delegates. Like, So he's okay with you dying. Is that a partner that you want? No, right? So that's the truth. They're looking for Nancy Pelosi. Speaker of the House. Strong speaker of the house, 80 years old, and she is not for the bullshit, even at 80. She's going to do what she's going to do, and she's going to fight. They were looking for her. They even had a video of a guy with twist ties in his hand that had already been folded and put together as handcuffs. Are you telling me these people went there and not to get anybody? So that's the truth. People were going to the White House to bring hostages with them, to torture and take them somewhere. We don't know. So now as the pieces all fall together, these are all truths we have to tell ourselves. Now that the pieces are all falling together, there's gonna be a lot of fallout. And let me tell you what's happened. There have been judges placed in positions, black American judges, minority, other judges of color, people of color that have been in places that have had to endure the bullshit. And now when they get to judge these criminals, these people who claim they love America and they want to make America great again, they have to go before the judge that's going to say, you're trash. And this is what I'm going to do with you and your charges. And that's a, that's a great moment, right? That is a great moment. So we have all of these little pieces happening and we have to figure out what it means for us. We watch it on TV. Um, 
And what's next? We still go to work. We're still dealing with this fucking pandemic. I'm waiting for the vaccine, right? So we've got all of this stuff that is happening and we've got to figure out what it means to us. First thing we have to do is to tell ourselves the truth about the shit that we're seeing. I'm not talking about your conspiracy theories and who did what and whatever. I'm talking about you watched live TV of mother truckers going in searching for people to kill. This wasn't a movie. This wasn't for play. It was for real. They was going to kill some people in there. At least bring them out in handcuffs. And the officer, the black officer who put his life at risk, taunting them, guiding them through the stairs and getting them off the course of the senators. What a hero. Like, what a hero. The workers, I said, the workers keep the fucking buildings going in D.C. It's the workers and the workers who were there the next morning sweeping up shit, cleaning up the bullshit from the bullshitters. So no, Black Americans wouldn't have gone and charged that damn building. That wasn't us because we put our passion into building it and taking care of it. Us, our relatives, our families, other descendants. We put ourselves into maintaining that shit. We're going to tear that down? No. The disconnected white Americans who swear they are patriots. They're on some bullshit. This isn't how this goes. So there were a lot of arrests made. We got to see them on TV. One peculiar, particular was the Florida man. And I'm not going to call their names because fuck them. Go to jail. Go to jail. Spend your time in jail. Fuck them. There's a Florida man. The one we all remember was holding the uh, lectern or, uh, yeah, the lectern of um, uh, Pelosi, her, the Speaker of the House. He, and he smiled in the camera. He's smiling. Great photo. It's a great photo. And it'll go down in history books as the photo of the idiot, right? So that's what that is. So he was arrested. So then I'm listening to him, listening about him. And he had a $25,000 fine. Bond was $25,000. And they started talking about him. Well, he's a stay-at-home dad. Has five sons under the age of 12, 12 and under. And they live in a really nice house, half a million dollar house. Well, it's pretty decent. It's in Florida. So it's like on the Gulf Coast side of it. So half a million dollars is probably an average house there. Half a million dollar house. <clears throat> he had a bond, $25,000. And his wife had to co-sign his bond. So I'm like, Here's a motherfucker that ain't even got a job. He's supposed to be home taking care of the family and he's gotten caught up in the insurgents. If I were his wife, fuck him and his bond. This the bullshit you're doing while I'm at work? I mean, and that's, you know, that's coming from me. We don't know what her thought is, but he did make bond and he's out. <clears throat> So that's the one. And I just was thinking about that. What are you teaching your five sons about this country? What's your conversation like at home? That's the that's the shit. Because I'm sure these five of these five sons, 
and the oldest one is 12. So we're looking at sixth grade, maybe seventh grade. They have to at least have one Black American or teacher of a culture different than their own. So what kind of bullshit are you teaching your kids and you're sending them in the classroom with? That's the shit. Because we don't think the extensions of the bullshit that they're doing. So that's the one. And they we they don't have uh, cameras in court down here, so we couldn't see him in court. But I'm sure he was pretty somber. I'm sure he wasn't smiling at the judge. I stole that shit. He didn't go up in there with that same attitude, did he? I'm sure he did. And then you have the other guy who with the bull with the horns, and he was painted red, white, and blue, and he's got his shirt off. He was arrested as well, and he was in jail demanding organic an organic meal he's not eating because he only eats organic food now that was a problem until the judge ordered he has organic food now for me to be okay with that i have to think maybe that means he's eating a kosher meal because that's pretty close as pretty close to organic as you're going to get in jail because i don't want to think that we wouldn't dare have someone catering to the bullshit of an insurrectionist, right? You're not going to get any special treatment when your intention was to go and disrupt democracy as we've been sold that shit, like as people have been sold that shit in this country, that it works. But it was, you know, he was given that. His mama said, now that's the other one. His mama said, he need organic food. Now you up there trying to kill a motherfucker and your mama talking for you? Come on now. Ain't no respect in that. And then in Georgia, there's a man in Alpharetta. His last name is Georgia. He got caught up in the shit. He's up there too. He got arrested, posted bail. And then left and did what? Went home and fucking committed suicide. Fucking coward, right? He's a fucking coward. You're going to go. You're going to create, wreak all this havoc in D.C. You're going to get arrested. Turn your house, your family upside down. And then you're going to fucking commit suicide. So that means... If he committed suicide, if he had a life insurance policy, it's not going to pay to his family because he committed suicide. So he's going to do that. And then he's going to punk the fuck out. Fucking cowards. All of them like self-centered, narcissistic, fucking cowards. All of them. Right. And I cannot understand. Let me take that back. I cannot understand how in this day, when we work with such diverse populations, that you can allow yourself to get caught up with this rhetoric from this fucking president who isn't even bold enough or brave enough to come fucking fight with you. My understanding is 
He told them we're headed to the Capitol. He went to the fucking White House. He went to the White House and was calling plays from the White House. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Why he didn't take his ass out there? How, how weak, how weak do you have to be to let a motherfucker rule you through the TV? How weak are you that you're taking your leadership and orders to do some bullshit from somebody in the TV? I have a hard time with that. I'm, I, I haven't ever been a big fan of Trump. And I know that he has an amazing following of people. Almost half the people in the country support him. And believe it, I have a lot of people on my Facebook page that are Trump supporters that have been fucking silent. They've been silent because they didn't know it could be like this. They didn't know this is where he was going. Or they can't jeopardize their life for the bullshit that he's talking. And people have lost jobs. Businesses will lose customers. Oh, in New Orleans, there's a grocery store, a market, right? Called Rouse's. The old owner who's now retired, the old owner, he doesn't have hand in day-to-day operations, took a picture of himself in D.C., Somebody recognized him, posted that shit, and started immediately boycotting that market. Immediately. And then there's a crew of the Red Bean. So in New Orleans, they have these different crews. They do K-R-E-W-E-S, not like a ship, cruise ship. K-R-E-W-E-S. They have these different crews that they do, different community service things all the time. And they do big Mardi Gras stuff. This crew, I think it's called Crew of the Red Bean. They serve meals a couple times a week at random places for indigent homeless populations. That grocery store had given them $20,000. They gave it back. So people don't want to be associated with the bullshit. An Olympic swimmer was spotted there in his Olympic jacket. He has lost his job and been kicked off the Olympic team. Companies have been getting rid of people because of the bullshit. I saw a great post today. Somebody said, for all of you losing your job because you've been spotted in DC, now you know why your ancestors wore uh, wore hoods. Because they needed their identity to be private, right? But not anymore. Nothing's private anymore. There's so much technology. There's so many opportunities to get to somewhere different. And I'm excited about that. That's going to be my healing. Um, let's see. Okay. So that's going to be our, that's the healing part of it, right? There's so many great things coming out of this. If you haven't seen on Facebook, there's a hashtag no fly zone. Um, before I get into that. So this is another great space for a sponsor. (laughs) I'm going to keep saying that for my business owners that are listening. I can plug you in right here. We need it. You need it. We'll work well together. Um, however, on Friday night at eight 30, you can watch the sweet spot with Clarissa Gillis. And that's a lot of fun. Uh, she talked about this last week on her show and you know, it's a hard pill to take, 
You know, it's a hard pill to take and you have to kind of sit back and reflect on it. I think we're all trying to find our way. All right. So for the personal empowerment, for what comes next, like now that we know there's been insurrection at the Capitol and we know that the cowards are out there, we're telling ourselves the truth about the insurrection. And so now what's next? How do we get to the next place? Right? Well, they're the Joint Chief of Staff, Joint Chiefs of Staff put out a memo from all of the heads of the military branches saying, from now leading up to the inauguration, y'all ain't got nothing to worry about. We're going to protect this country. We're going to protect this democracy. And it was a great letter and everybody signed it. It was a great letter. And it's almost this thing that's reassuring for the American people. Now, the thing about it that I immediately loved is that it's nonpartisan. And if you guys don't remember when the president, 45, would go to the military bases, he would wear his MAGA hats, he'd pass them out. He was grooming the military to respond the way he wanted them to respond. The military is for the country. Fuck Republican or Democrat. It's for the country. They go in to learn how to protect the country. So when the presidents and these dignitaries go in, they're supposed to remain nonpartisan and give support and appreciation for protecting the country. 45 was incapable of doing that. And even when he was called on that, he wasn't sanctioned. And now looking back, hindsight is always 2020. Now looking back, you understand that he was grooming the military to respond the way he wanted them to respond. But they're saying now, they're saying, mm -mm, we're here for the country. We protect the country. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. America, this flag, we're protecting this flag. Any some shit happen, it's on and popping. And I love the fact that they took the time to write this letter to offer reassurance. And I wish that, oh man, I should have pulled it up so that I could read it. Oh my gosh, I should be reading that letter because it was a great letter. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It was a great letter and we need that. I think here it is. I think we need that as citizens. I did. It says, um, oh yeah, that's what I want right there. Come on, turn around. Look, you hate when your phone don't turn around the way you want it to turn around. Okay, let's see. All right, it says, the American people have trusted the armed forces of the United States to protect them and our constitution for almost 250 years. As we have done throughout our history, the US military will obey lawful orders from civilian leadership, support civil authorities to protect lives and property, ensure public safety in accordance with the law, and remain fully committed to protecting and defending the constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Now, I don't know how that makes you feel, but that reinforces the idea that the Constitution fucking belongs to me and I'm going to be protected here. That reinforces that for me. That lets me know that those 
wild card bullshit patriots, whatever they try to do. We're talking now, we're not talking about a surprise. We're talking about snipers. We're talking about somebody dying immediately. Ain't nobody playing that bullshit no more. Everybody's on high alert. Now, we already have one of those patriots that committed suicide. You can't tell me the cowardice in the others isn't going to show its face when they're looking at their husbands and wives and children thinking, am I truly going to fuck up my life for this bullshit right here? They're going to ask themselves that and they're going to have to decide, am I going to do it or not? Because this is a big deal. You think about your children going to school being ostracized because your dad or your mom, speaking of mom, the lady got shot at the Capitol. The bitch got shot, bloop, in the head, bloop, to the ground. She had made a post that said, I'd rather be dead than see Biden as president. I ain't even got to say nothing about that. That's just what the shit happened. And her Facebook page was about it, about it. She was for that shit. And she was the one that was there that went down for it in that moment. Right? And she was a veteran. Absolutely. You're right. It says the violent riot in Washington, D.C. on January 6th was a direct assault on the U.S. Congress, the Capitol building and our constitutional process. We mourn the deaths of the two Capitol policemen and others connected to these unprecedented events. We witnessed actions inside the Capitol building that were inconsistent with the rule of law, uh, the rights of freedom of speech and assembly do not give anyone the right to resort to violence, sedition and insurrection. As service members, we must embody the values and ideals of the nation. We support and defend the Constitution. Any act to disrupt the constitutional progress process is not only against our traditions, values, and oath, it is against the law. On January 20th, in accordance with the Constitution, confirmed by the states and the courts and certified by Congress, President-elect Biden will be inaugurated and will become our 46th commander-in-chief. To our men and women deployed and at home safeguarding our country, stay ready, keep your eyes on the horizon, and remain focused on the mission. We honor your continued service in defense of every American. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. That makes me know that when I was looking at that TV last week and I was disgusted that the whole motherfucking uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff, the members of our armed forces, international and domestic, were all looking, thinking, what the fuck? How do we defend our country against these motherfuckers who have talked about the greatness of it and now are on course to try to destroy it for their own personal gain. If white men, white American men, have not ever lost respect in this country, 
that was the day that your people brought you down. Your people brought you down. Not because it was some bullshit riots in the community. We're talking about an attack on the Constitution, the process of keeping everybody safe. It's a fucking disgusting day. But anyway, I wanted to share that. I wanted to share that letter that I saw on Facebook because I don't know about you guys, but I needed some comfort in knowing this shit isn't going to be crazy because I've read books and the news in other countries and know that people can walk into that. People will walk into houses and kill the whole family and take over the fucking house. I've that's shit I've read about. And I know that shit is true. Right. So I know that shit can happen. So being here and understanding that we're the we're actually the only country that has a right to bear arms. Like where the citizens have a right to bear arms. Countries don't allow that shit because we're in the democratic society, right? This is what we do. But you think you've got people who are supposed to supposed to be the fathers of the constitution, who are supposed to be the, and they're the ones acting out. It's time that they're going to take a step back. This was a hard, hard blow to the community. That was a hard blow to white Americans because that act was not in line with anything great for America. I don't care how they justify it. So now the president who wants to be, wants to run for office again in 2024 has now been impeached for the second time. He's been voted to have impeached for the second time. And he has a week left. He's been silent for a fucking week. He's been trying to figure out how to pardon himself because he knows he's fucked up. He's trying to stay out of jail. That's why he's quiet. He lost his Twitter. And this is the thing. We knew all this time that his access to Twitter and information and the what he was spouting was bullshit and nobody wanted to respond until something crazy, not even something crazy, something bananas. Like what's crazier than crazy till that happened? And then they're like, oh, well, no more Twitter for you. You should have cut the fucking Twitter off four years ago, three years ago. Turn that shit off. Took away the social media because that's where he had access to people. That's where he was great. That's where he was great because in real life, he's not. He, we know that he has a, he has left a trail of destruction, even from his personal and business life leading into the White House. We know that he has a crazy obsession with Russia. We don't know his relationship with Putin. We know these are all things that he wants to do or that he idolizes. But that's not who we are here. We we vote. We go to the polls every four years. Sometimes we go. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes our candidate wins. Sometimes they don't. If our candidate doesn't win, then oh, well. If our candidate wins, then oh, well. Like, that's what we do here. Yeah, we're disappointed, but it's, we're disappointed for four years. Okay, possibly eight years. But we know we're going to live. It's going to be okay. We know that. But this nutcase has turned, tried to turn the shit upside down. So we're in a healing moment now. 
We saw that last week. Everybody's on alert. Everybody's looking at people trying to figure out where the hell they're coming from. I can guarantee you nobody's coming out of pocket after last Wednesday. Nobody's making any slick comments to you because you're black. Ain't no niggas no more, right? Ain't nobody calling you no nigga no more. Ain't nobody looking at you sideways. People about to be around this bitch like, let me get that door for you. Afternoon, sir. It's going to take because you're going to wreck. People will recognize the greatness. There's a responsibility in that, though. We still have shit to do. There's no complacency in just existing. You still have to grow. You still have to learn. You still got to do. That's what that shit is, right? We still do. And the responsibility is greater than ever. That you have to continue to move. So my good thing that's happening right now is that I made a list. <laughs> my good thing that's happening right now and my feelings of being vindicated, I guess, is that, well, that's one of the good things is feeling vindicated is that for the first time, and it's not been a sporting event because, you know, in the sporting events, white America gets crazy and they loot and, and that's a pass. They get a pass on that because they're just excited. Black people do that shit and they're savages. Well, how about this time? White men were the fucking savages. They were shown in their true elements, scaling walls, stealing, looting. And everybody's sitting at home watching them on TV like, the motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> it's a vindication of saying that for all these years, people have wanted to point out what's wrong with and how people can do better. And when it comes down to it, it pretty much shown the savage spirit. And of course, it's not everybody. It's not all. It's never all. It's never all black people. It's never all white people. It's never all. But we saw it on TV and it was so out of character for even the police officers at the Capitol didn't know what to do. I'm going to stand here and let them walk in. And they lost two of their own fucking around with the savages, with the so-called patriots. They're not patriots. They're fucking cowards trying to hold on to what? To the fact that you're a stay-at-home dad and you take care of five children while your wife goes to work? Who's going to take that shit from you? Who wants that? Which man wants that? What man wants to trade places with you? But you need to feel relevant in another space because you feel pretty fucking irrelevant in your home space. And then your mom talking for you about your diet. What fucking man wants that? Their mom talking for them? No man wants that. It's a fucking man. And then the man that gets arrested and goes home and commits suicide. Fucking coward. I tell you what, the bravest one of all was that woman who was talking shit. And she took that bullet. Bloop. Dead. She took that shit. She was brave as a motherfucker. She wanted to go out. She went out. Good for her. She'll get a military, uh, 
Uh, she was in the military. She'll get a soldier's burial. Somebody will say she, she might not even get it after that. They, I think they take that stuff away from you based on they'll take your purple hearts and all kinds of shit. When you do some bullshit, she might not even get to be buried with honor. Because she was up in there talking shit. <laughs> That's crazy. She was talking so much shit. We coming up in there. We going from dark to light. We gonna, she was talking shit. She got it. She was the one, she was the one that took it for the team, baby. So if don't nobody celebrate her, it need to be her compadres that was with her ass. They need to be the one trying to figure out how to save some of that bail money and celebrate that lady. But she died on the spot. They hit that ass. Now, another thing, another point of vindication for me is that they're able to ping those cell phone numbers out of the whatever technology thing they have in the Capitol and the perimeter. So they were able to pull people's phone numbers like literally out of the air. So if you were in there or near there, you probably got a call coming or a knock at your fucking door especially if they identify you from some video or something. It was a congressman or something from South Carolina. He resigned because he was on the thing screaming, we made it in, we made it in. Resign. <laughs> so fucking idiots. Crazy. Like you think that you're not going to lose your job. You think your life isn't going to change forever when you do this. So they're able to pull a lot of numbers. They established a hashtag no fly list. They were pulling people off airplanes in DC. Get your ass off this plane. You're not going up in our sky and you're a domestic terrorist. Can you imagine that being your hashtag? I'm a domestic terrorist. Ain't nobody looking past that shit because everybody gonna be like, shit, if we can't trust you to be in the United States, and not try to overthrow a government. I know I can't trust you in here selling my Skittles. <laughs> you be giving my damn Skittles away. Right? Ain't no trust in that. Ain't no coming back from that. So we got those numbers. And we've got Parler, that social media site that got taken down. Because Amazon, they stopped hosting it. And then the people who own the site left that shit out there, which allowed what? The FBI to pull all kinds of shit off of there. Pictures of the people had to show their driver's license to become members. So they got driver's license, pictures of all the members. They've got transcript of the conversations and planning, even the shit that was deleted. They have access to that. These people are in fucking trouble. This is bad. These people are in trouble. Do you hear me? Trouble, trouble. <laughs> it is a mess and they're pulling that shit. So yeah, it was crazy on Wednesday, but we have to keep faith in the idea that the constitution and our democracy will be protected and we can't get rid of, we can't dismiss the FBI. We can't get rid of the FBI. We can't dismiss their abilities. They know anything they want to know. They have access to it, right? So we can't forget that. We can't forget Homeland Security. We can't forget that there are people 
who protect us in this country and we rely on them for that. Now, the icing on the cake is next Wednesday. Our new president, we have a new president. We have a new vice president. I am so mother trucking happy. I'm so proud. Like, I'm so proud of Kamala. I feel like I want to call her Kamala, but that's disrespectful. I'm so proud of Vice President Harris because she is a woman and she's no nonsense. She's not a, she's not, she is eye candy. She's a beautiful, but that's not how she got her fucking job. She's brilliant. She's brilliant and she's a fucking vice president. I'm proud of that. If there's ever icing on a cake of ignorant white supremacy, it's a fucking woman of color as the vice president. <laughs> if you've ever seen any icing on a cake and thought, boy, that icing sure does look good, that's what the fuck it is. She is the icing on the cake of fucking chaos. You have a baker cake and it looks so damn crazy and you put the icing on it anyway, hoping to cover the crazy. She the icing on that shit. That cake don't even matter on the inside no more because she is the vice president and I'm so proud of her and I love that she is who she is. You're not going to dress her up and make her just sit there. She's got shit to do. She's got an agenda and she's got plans. And I figure, hell, if she does well in this, if they do well in this, she'll be running for president. After they do their two terms, she'll be up running for president. Like this shit is real. We've got black American women in some high power ass jobs, which would explain why these fucking cowards are acting out. They're acting out because... The days are over of the bullshit rung. That day, those days are over. Those days are fucking over. And it was almost comforting in seeing the desperation of them at the Capitol. Trying to what? Prove a point? What point? The point that your day is over and because you've done nothing but been a ignorant, narcissistic, entitled little bastard that you have nothing else. This is America, baby. We're all good. It's America. We are diverse in our standings. We are from various cultures. Welcome to America. I am so happy. And guess what? Welcome to the America where the patriots, the real patriots play. This is our shit. Those ignorant asses, they might as well be a gang. Go on and throw their ass in federal prison somewhere. They ain't been do shit. Their time is short-lived, short, short-lived. Nobody's doing that anymore. Nobody will have the guts to do that again. That day is over. And we're in a pandemic. We got to ride that shit out. So it's 10 o'clock. It's Wednesday, uh, January 13th, my first Joy Exposed for the year. 
and we're gonna try to figure this thing out. So cheers to all of you. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Download from wherever you can. You can Google us, Joycelyn Wells or Joy Exposed. It's everywhere. And remember, when joy is exposed, everything just feels better. Cheers and good night. Mwah.